Hello, hello, beautiful people. How is everyone doing? I hope that you are enjoying today. Wherever you are, whatever space you're in, I pray that today you can enjoy today and you can uh, find something to smile about, find something to laugh about. I pray that 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 hits you today. If I sound out of breath, it's because I am. I just ran up the steps um, because I just had a thought and I wanted to come here on the podcast and just make a little uh, quick snippet of um, some of the thoughts that ran through my head. So today's episode is going to be talking about what to say when your prospective client is rejecting your service price, okay? I know that firsthand as a business owner, business development and sales is a crucial part of your business, right? In order to gain new clients, in order to keep the momentum of your business going, it's always wise, I believe, it's it's usually wise to have a systematic approach to gaining clients and to um, retaining your, your customers, right? And part of that is usually having some sort of conversation or um, meeting to discuss the scope of work, all the details that are going to be included within your service, the pricing, the pricing, the pricing, um, and a few other details, you know, how your, your work relationship will operate and things of that nature. One of the things that a lot of business owners and CEOs get tripped up on is the pricing, right? So, um, and, and so what I wanted to talk about today was really thinking about it from a new lens and a new perspective um, and um, understanding that the data is there to support you as you are engaging with new clients so that you can feel confident walking into that meeting knowing exactly what your service price is and knowing that you are not going to budge on that service price, right? And win that contract, right? You are going to win that contract, right? So here's the thing. I talked about this in a previous episode. I think it was getting clear on your service prices, um, I believe. I'll have to go back. Getting rid of debt, pricing your services. But when you are setting your... So, yes. So, I think I talked about this a a little bit in in one of my previous episodes, getting clear on your service prices. And... So I think I talked about this in a previous episode, episode seven, getting clear on your service prices. And one of the things that you really need to delve into is how much it, it, one of the things that you need to really delve into when you're creating your service price is how much it's going to cost to support a particular client. It happens every day that a, a, a business will get a contract and woohoo, yay, we got a new client, whoop de whoop. And at the close of that contract, they have realized there have been so many uh, expenses and, and labor costs associated with that contract that never got recouped and never got accounted for in the beginning. So it's very crucial when you are deciding your service price, when you are in the negotiation stage 
of finalizing your contract, be sure that you are taking into account all of the expenses, all of the labor, all of the job supplies. If there's flights, if there's food, all of those things need to be detailed and laid out explicitly either in the contract or on the invoice. And the reason why, right? So, so, I mean, I think we all, we all can agree that that needs to be there. But on the back end, as, as the business owner, you, the CEO, need to understand and peel back the layers of, okay, how much of everyone's time is going to contribute to this particular client? Now, hear me, hear me. When I say how much time is going to be contributed, a lot of people think, oh, well, that means I have to divide their hours based on, no, 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 you do not. You do not. But- what you need to do is somehow quantify their time in a meaningful way, in an easy way that makes sense to you so that you can reflect that in your back of house reporting. What do I mean? So let's say you have Jane Doe, who is your, uh, who is your sales manager, let's just say. Let's say you have Jane Doe, who is your operations manager. She is helping you to um, operate on the contract that you just won. Now, Jane overall is responsible for two clients, okay? So, you need to so you would need to allocate 50% of Jane's salary to client 1 and 50% of Jane's salary to client 2, right? Now, it might be that Jane actually spends more a little bit more time on client 1. Maybe they have more emails, maybe they whatever the case, but you need to decide how are you going to allocate Jane's time between these two clients? And that will give you a big, a good picture as to, and so Jane might have, might be responsible for two clients, right? Now, let's say client one is really, really small. They really don't require a whole lot. So we're going to allocate 10% of Jane's time to client one right? And then we have client two, okay? They they are a little more advanced. They're about a medium-sized client. They require a lot more email uh, maintenance and, and phone calls and monthly meetings and all the things. So we're going to allocate the remainder, uh, the remaining 90% of Jane's salary, we are going to allocate that to client two, okay? So when you're engaging with a new client, you need to understand, okay, what kind of client is this? What is involved in this contract? What is involved in this engagement? So that I can go back and say, okay, I know Jane is already allocated to client one and client two. So maybe what we can do, we have 10% for client one, 90% for client two. Perhaps I can steal a little of that 90% and give her this additional client, client number three, and have that have her contribute another 10%, right? So now she's contributing 10% to client one, uh, 80% to client two, and then another 10% to client three. Does that make sense? Okay, so you want to be able to gauge what the client needs, what it's going to take to support that client in terms of actual tasks and management and relationship, and allocate this appropriate salary to your team members. Okay, so that's just for team. You you want to also do the same thing for email costs. You want to also do the same thing for any software. How much of that software is going to be used 
um, to support the client? Are they going to be sending you emails back and forth all day long? If so, you need to ensure that you know the the proper allocation is is connected with that contract, and so that you have the, uh, the understanding in the back of house. Okay, so. I say all of this to say you really need to get clear on what it costs to support your clients because when you show up to the introduction meeting, you know exactly what it costs to support that client and what you need to to make margin on supporting that client. And there are little to no negotiations on that unless the client wants to go above your service price. There is no negotiation for a, a lower price. So when it comes to, you know, maybe your prospective client coming and saying, hey, we can't afford that. We can only afford X. Okay, well, maybe we need to come up with a different service option for you because the service that we're talking about right now is not going to work based on the figures that we've already drawn up. And you don't have to say this directly to the prospective client, but you know exactly what it takes to run your business. So you don't have to settle for lowering your prices for someone who who maybe doesn't have the budget. And and let's say this here as well. And I'll say this here as well because this happens even in accounting, I will say, unfortunately. Um, you know, a lot of people might say, "Oh, well I can only afford $1,000." Oh. Actually, let's make that a different podcast. Okay. So, I'll say it again, really getting clear on your numbers really helps you to understand how you can show up as a confident version of yourself in front of your prospective clients, in front of your team, because you know exactly where things are. It gets really confusing and and really scary when you don't know where things are going from here or there. You don't know what decisions to make. So take the time to get clear or hello, have a bookkeeping firm help you with getting clear on your numbers. So I hope this helps you today. Um, If you want to learn more about how to really delve deep into your numbers and and figure out your service pricing and figure out how you can show up as a confident CEO to your introductory meetings or your scope of work meetings, feel feel free to head over to galatiansbookkeeping.com, schedule an intro call with us. We would love to chat with you and support you. And I will talk to you next time.